From daytime class to girls' night sass, the ladies of New York have all the panache. Martinis at the Regency are divine, but a housewife's real goal is to social climb. I've got a brand new pair of roller skates and you've got a brand new key. That's right. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Housewives Heretics, a show where two purveyors of petty and precocious podcasters break down the queens of getting ready. That's right. The ladies of Bravo. We love to talk about the ladies who started the show and the ladies who kept it going. I am your roller skate and this is the sunshine in my key. This is... Kalindi. Hey, girl. Girl, how's it going? Girl, it's crazy. It's crazy up in here. The January saddies are for real. It's been pretty nice here, so I have been trying no, to get out No, I have to say, the weather has been okay. It's just been yeah. gloomy here. No sun. Oh, no, we've had sun, um, so I've been trying to go, you know. Oh, my God. Shine, so, shine. Oh, yeah, this is great. You know what I love when people with sun privilege just shove it down my throat? I love it. I never feel guilty for being privileged. I never feel guilty for being <laughs> sun privileged. Oh gosh, when my, your life is always a lunar eclipse, bitch. Shine, uh, shine, <laughs> shine, shine, bright, bright. Uh, love her. Uh, I have a sad news. Just getting onto season four of Cheshire, um, which they're on season sixteen, and I realized how much how they did so many seasons. Real Housewives of Cheshire only started in 2015 they do two seasons a year like they don't what? stop filming they they were doing two seasons a year oh so they my. don't fucking stop filming ever so <sighs> anyways so but they took it off they took it off everywhere i guess i think oh, it's no. only on british tv yeah because like i have everything now so i don't you know i guess i i don't even know could we get british streamers here i don't know i think you can have a vpn so. oh I think you have to have a vpn Ooh. Oh. Okay. Well, also, even because even um, when I would try to log into my Netflix and stuff in other countries, like you can't get what's in the U.S. Um, no, I know, I know, but that's because you have to have a VPN, right? Because... So that's what I'm. So I, I don't know even if you could get the app if you could I think... get the actual shows. Oh my gosh, gosh, guys, hey, Australians, weigh in. Weigh in. We know you're a large percentage of our audience and we appreciate you. You and the Kiwis, we love you. Tell us how we VPNs work. Hey, Michaela. Yes. Michaela, we need international technolo technological news. Because I need yes, to figure please. it out. Because Help I did us. hear, I heard the game shows in Britain are like off the chain. Like they're wild. I told you. Yes, you told me that. But I've heard from several other sources too. Like it's Naked nuts. and Insane. Yeah. Naked and, and Insane is a show. Instead of Naked and Afraid, I want to watch Naked and Insane. Yeah. I saw so many vaginas, so many penises, wow. so many uncircumcised penises. It was crazy. Wow. We're going to really socialize a little slice like you. Uh, that's <laughs> what I know. Okay. Well, let's get ready for some hard-hitting hard news. What's the sitch, bitch? So, Real Housewives of Orange County alum Tammy Knickerbocker has posted on social media asking for help finding her daughter, Lindsay. She's missing in Vegas, and they haven't talked to her or since January 9th when she was released from jail. Holy fuck. Yes, this is terrible. That's so wrong. she got released from, she got arrested on January, well, she got released from jail. She got arrested um, in a hotel and because she had a, a dog illegally, and the cop came to like, 
take the dog and she kicked him and got arrested. I did the same. I understand. Yes. Yeah. We love our dogs. Okay. We love our dogs. Officer, um, officer, please back up. So she asked someone to borrow a phone after she got released and called Tammy and left her a voicemail saying that she needed help. And then they had, didn't hear from her. And then she got a Facebook message on the 16th saying it was Lindsay, but she's not sure if it is saying, I'm fine. I'll fine. I'll call you tomorrow. And then two days later, a man named Eric messaged Tammy saying he saw her daughter in a tent, but Megan, Lindsay's sister is saying that during the call, she was with a man and she didn't know who he was and she was scared and hung up mid conversation. And the last thing that Tammy heard was Lindsay crying and saying that the man was saying to her, he was going to kill her if she didn't do what he wanted. Oh, wow. So hoping um, for good news, hoping that they find her safe and they're able to. Yeah. Tammy, get her Tammy help. and her mom need to fly to Vegas and like actually. Tammy start... did. Tammy drove to Vegas and filed a formal misdemeanor. Yeah. For she, well, she needs to just be driving around Vegas though, checking those tent cities. And yes. honestly, she needs to be walking around those casinos. She could just be like in a dress walking around working. So gotta, I so hope scary. she hasn't been sent out of Vegas. And that's what they're worried about. They're wor worried that she's been trafficked. Right. It's so scary because most of us don't live in a world where we encounter the thing that happens all the time. People don't realize that a lot of these missing people, that's what happens to them, where the bodies are not found. Yes. It's really sad. Um, when they do find her, because I'm going to secret it, I do have a little recommendation, not to make light, but I do think her and Megan, maybe even Tammy, should start an OnlyFans called Knickers and Bockers. Where they show their knickers Great. and boots. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm just saying. I think knicker just saying. knickers and Tata. We'll work on the name. But I think, I, I think you know, for them to get back in that house, that house that Tammy always hit. I think Tammy was like, God, I got to leave the gate. I think and Tammy if we is put them always there, at the gate. send Dr. Drew or Dr. Jen. Like, can we send some actual help there to get them yeah, the I therapy mean, they clearly Literally, need? Dr. I forgot about Dr. Jen. Yeah. Dr. Jen is a very specific therapist, and I think Dr. Drew suits more of a wide variety. But Dr. Drew Jen really does well with people like Farrah Abraham, people with like intense trauma that need that kind of mother figure. She's really good at that. So them. Uh, so there, there we go. There you have it. There you but have seriously, it. Seriously, terrible. No, really. We really We're are thinking about you. It's, like, it's so scary. Yeah. I wish we would. I mean, we got to send out that call a little sooner. It's a little long. Um, but you know, I guess January, a couple weeks, I guess that's yeah. what the police say. Oh, well, we're thinking about her. Hopefully she's just, you know, disconnected and. And she doing, doesn't have a phone. You and know? hopefully she's doing what she wants to do and that's all that matters. And she shows up. So right. that's all we can say. Well, now on to some better news. I mean, I feel real-time revelations. Other than Salt Lake City, we had a bang-up episode of Potomac and Miami this week. So mm -hmm. I'm loving the dichotomy of Potomac and Miami. Yeah, it's fun to watch together. It really is. And I think Potomac was getting a little too banging on Candace forward in the midseason. And now we've kind of moved on. And I'm having a little bit more fun now. Because, you know, I'm the biggest Candace stand in the world now. I've I know. I've turned the corner. Welcome, Candy Gal. I've turned the corner. I, I know. I know. I'm just so proud of her. It's like um, Miley Cyrus. They've just matured for me in a way. And it's and pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I, she's sexy now. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> do you want to start with Potomac or Miami? Dealer's choice. 
Um, I think we start with Potomac. I think I think we start with Potomac. Potomac. Okay, uh, Potomac. Well, honestly, Potomac does this thing. Did you know that Potomac and Atlanta have the same producers? Currently, I did it. Unless they changed, the first season of Potomac had the same production team, Truly Entertainment, I think they're called, um, as Atlanta. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. When Potomac came out, they, and this is from the book, thanks Dave Flynn, um, they asked all the girls, it came out after Atlanta, which the Potomac ladies very graciously said they have a lot of their success to owe to that. And production team asked all of the ladies of Atlanta to promote it and not a single one did. They iced it out and wouldn't mention it on their social media. Uh, which I thought was very interesting. I mean, I get a little neat. I always feel like uh, I would have thought like a Candy or a Cynthia would have. Yeah. Uh, so I was pretty surprised. But then again, I have to say, I do appreciate a housewife's unit that maybe they had a conversation as a group and they decided as a group to not do it. Yeah, because you know? no one else promotes each other. Right, right. Absolutely. No, you know, and you know what? They didn't need it. The women of Potomac could stand on their own feet. I just found it very interesting. They said it really hurt their feelings. And I was like, I understand that. It was just a very interesting conversation that you don't really think about, like production being involved, being like, you do this, you do this. I just don't really think about franchises being competitive with each other because they've branded them so differently. And did I tell you this? Um, when, when they started Real Housewives and they started, uh, the reason the way that Bravo was formed was around Queer as Folk. And they, um, they wanted to have a fashion, a cooking, a uh, lifestyle, and Real Housewives was the lifestyle show. And they wanted all five of those like components, like earth, like wind, queer fire. Eye. Yeah, off of Queer Eye. That's how they branded their whole company. That's why they did the haircut show. That's oh why they had Project God. Runway. Then, Carson then how Presley started it yes, all. That, yes, and that's why they had, you know what I mean? And then they, yes, isn't that crazy? That's and amazing. It, it's so interesting to think they were like, this is our number one hit. Let's take every component of this, break it off into its own separate brand. And, and I think that I want Bravo to listen right now. That's where you're going wrong right now. You're yeah. focusing too much on the uh, lifestyle and all these shows are promoted on lifestyle, lifestyle, lifestyle. We already have enough housewives. You need to go back to, we need a cooking. We need a fashion. We need this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you need to yeah. diversify your portfolio again. That's why it worked because there were yes. shows for everybody. Live for that. Is it, that was one of the nuggets of information that was like a golden so nugget. beautiful for me. Yeah, it was really cool to think because that makes complete sense. Why wouldn't yeah. you? And also geniuses. Geniuses. Totally broke. No other network works like that. And it was genius. Yeah. Okay. Um, but back to our candy gap. I'm just interested. I did like Mia coming forward and being like, I didn't, you know, Mia's, some of her housewives aren't that smart. And I don't want to say she's not that smart, but she's not, um, the way she expresses herself is kind of simple sometimes. So she was like, I'm pretty, you're pretty. We, you have a big butt. We have a big butt. We should be friends. <laughs> Like, let's break it down to layman's terms. That's yes. exactly what it is. And I appreciated Wendy, you know, hearing her. I thought it was yes. nice. Yeah. Um, I don't think Sharice and Karen can ever be friends again. We will never be friends. We no, they definitely. No. Because Sharice is mad that the show started because of her. And right. Karen is the actual favorite that people want to see. And I don't up. know if that's true. I think she's just our favorite. <laughs> 
No, everyone loves the grand dame. I mean, I even if you hate her, I feel like you love to hate her. I, I mean, feel like she's like tree. Like she's even yes. if you don't personally like her, you can't say that she's well, not like. I mean, this week, fun. this week, when she made up a girl from Georgetown and described herself, she <laughs> said she looks like me. It was genius. And then when Rod, you know what I love about her? She is so smart. She never, when she's like yelling, ever denies anything that could be true. She never once said that she wasn't with blue eyes. She was like, that could have been a lot of other people. I know a lot of people like that. She didn't say that it wasn't her. She always like tiptoes around the subject. She's it's, a psychopath. It's Beautiful. genius. It's genius. And then she said it was so funny to me. And then and then it comes out that she thought that Ron, that uh, Juan Dixon wanted to have a threesome with her. I was like, okay, okay, this girl. is girl. And also, like, I love Robin kind of just laughing it off. You have to laugh. I mean, that's funny shit. I mean, that's ridiculous. Like, and go also back watching to your this episode, with your fireball. And yes. call people to drunk talk to them because it's you're foolish. hysterical, genius. It's good housewives. It's like what uh like the fa Sonia's facialist would say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she likes to dominate little tiny French Frenchmen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I don't there was nothing wrong. Ridiculous. That was, right. And I don't think that Karen, um I think Karen, who feels youthful doesn't acknowledge her age gap between somebody like Robin. I mean, there's probably a good 20 years there. Um, and she doesn't know that somebody, you know, when you've been around somebody who, I've been around many women of Karen's age, drunk and having fun. And I'm gay, of course. But if you're with a husband, sometimes you can be flirty with somebody like that because it's so not going to happen. Like you're just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course, Karen. Yeah, I'll have a threesome with you. Like, it's just, we're just drunk and having fun. Like, it's not flirtatious. It's just like, let's make that lady feel good. Not yes. that she doesn't get it, but like, like of yeah, course you're an option. Yeah, let me get you another drink, Karen. Right, absolutely. And that's, and Juan seems like the kind of guy that would do that. Like, he's just having fun. And I'm sure that happened. I just don't think it was as serious as but Karen. You know what? Juan needs to watch out because he's clearly be so charming. That. Michael Darby wants to do him. Kern wants to do him. Like, there's a whole line of people that not only are attracted to him because, I mean, anybody that can see is going to be attracted to him. He's a naughty they, hottie with a body. They think sure. that he would be with them. That's the problem. Right. He's sending some sort of signal. He's sending a signal. Yes. Oh. Which I think is just charisma. And I say, go for it, girl. And that's what I said to He's Juan. And I got in Juan's DMs and I said, you better go for it, girl. You better <laughs> you work. Better go for it, <laughs> you better work. You hit on Karen. <laughs> also, like, Karen, just take it. Like, you don't need, you know, whatever. I, I just love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think, I think what I need is I'm not convinced that Karen is sleeping with all these people. If she is, I don't find Karen to be somebody, I find Karen to be a very smart woman who is aware of her surroundings. So if she were to be, I think she has permission, as long as she does it on the down low. Yeah. But I think that her eye candy is not the definition of eye candy for everybody. I think she's allowed to go have dinners and flirt with other men. I think that's what eye candy means to them. And yeah. Maybe he is, maybe he is too. But maybe a little no, arm candy. People forget Ray's 80. So yeah. like maybe Ray's having drinks with another 80-year-old and they just think that there's just two elderly people out to lunch. Yeah, like maybe that's what they do. Maybe they just like a good, sexy, deep flirt. 
Yeah. I don't know. Who are we to judge? Seriously, who are we to judge? You. And but I, I mean, Juan definitely does cheat, though. Well. Allegedly. I, and I Did you see the people coming forward, like, sending all of their messages saying that they've hooked up with Juan? Well, here's, yes. I think what's happening. I think Robin tried to get a divorce. They said she I, does. I, yes. I think she tried to get a divorce. That doesn't work for them as a couple raising their kids. I think that there, I don't know if there's honesty, but she's very aware what's happening. I think that she wants them to be married. And I very much so see that when her kids are gone, they will probably get another divorce. Well, they I may think, not. They're best friends. Like they're part yeah, of each other's I mean, lives. I think that people have to acknowledge that these, these agreements and arrangements have happened Forever. for all time. If you like it, I love it. There just wasn't social media and everybody watching everybody's back all the time. Right. Even with um, Gollum and Ashley, like. That was absolutely come, an arrangement. We all yeah. knew. Yeah. And she said, like, everyone would be like, he's cheating, he's cheating. And then she's like, eh, not really. Like, he kind of can do Well, that. and that's why I respected somebody like Mia. Right. You know, just being straightforward with it. And I, you know, I Because don't let somebody think they got you when they don't got you. Right. If, if you're not doing anything wrong, just say, this is what we do. Because that's how you shut people up. Yeah. And that's what's happened wrong in other housewives. I've never had sex with multiple partners. <laughs> now, Vicky could not have said that because we <sighs> it just contradicts who Vicky is. Like, but other people, like, you should just admit it. Like, when Dorinda's John was blowing lines. We all know he oh, was blowing lines. Oh, we all lines. know. Allegedly. But, like, for <laughs> me, I do understand as a business person, as, like, a business person on these shows, I think for me it's more of a mother thing. Were like, people doing cocaine children, in your bathroom? Uh, <laughs> I, I prefer the living room, but, like, if you want to, like, <laughs> there were people, oh, and in the book they address that, too. And, and, they, and uh, one of the producers was like, we definitely saw somebody doing cocaine in your bathroom. And she was like, <laughs> all I will say is I was not doing cocaine in my bathroom. Okay. And then she said that night. She said that, that night. night at the end. And I was like, cool. She was like, I was doing that. I was doing lines off of Phoenix's kitchen. I was up there doing it off a of spoodle. I'm like, you know what I mean? Allegedly. Love you, Phoenix. Allegedly. You're a star. You're a star and you abuse your parents. I appreciate you. They deserve it. Somebody's got to keep those two psychopaths in line. Oh, seriously. I love that Phoenix is their parent. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Phoenix, like, saves us all. Like, we don't even have to troll Doreen anymore because we've got Phoenix. She's like, are you drinking a Diet Coke right now? It's like having Avery. Oh, God. Can't wait to get this. Can't wait to get this. Let's get on with it. Miami, Miami, Miami. Okay. Can we just say all of these women clearly need Nicole's ex-husband, the teacher, to tutor them. And some hooked on phonics because none of them can read. <laughs> well, none of them can read except for Nicole. Um, say, how can you, you're going to bring all of this fire and not scroll to the bottom of the page? I, as Alexia's biggest fan, the last two weeks have been really, it's like last season at the end when Tree, it's really hard for me. Also, this was just a very uncomfortable episode with the way they behaved in front of those people. Um, but Alexia was very wrong. And, and unfortunately, she was strong and wrong. She was too sad in it. She absolutely should have just came out and apologized right away. I thought that man was wrong no matter what, though. That man that we did not know, sitting with Adriana, had no right to come into this party in a group of girls, be the only man, and yell at them. I don't think I so. I agree that he he was definitely an actor. That's Adriana's but, fault. Yeah, oh, for sure. Like, But she he was defending himself, him and like he that. was right. But yeah, he was right. And can you imagine how angering that would be? That and it not is destructive only... to you as a person because somebody's going to find out 
And, and it's like, on national television. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they're spreading it through Miami. Right. 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 No, absolutely. And none of them had said, not one tweet, not one post saying when the episodes were airing that he was married, said like, keep watching, keep watching. Right. There's more. No, absolutely. No, I know. I know. I, know. I, I saw I saw why Alexia was mad. She just honestly, bro, bro, she's not good at articulating herself either. She just gets mad. Well, um, and, and I think the problem is that all of the men right. on this show, well, I'll say most because I, we love Gertie's husband. I was going to say, I think I like one of the men, but all of them are pretty toxic. We see yes. all of the men behaving badly. I mean, Alexia defends terrible men all the time. The only good man it, in her life is Frankie. Right. So no, oh, I'm sweet not Frankie. This that episode. what Adriana's date did was right because I do. I would have smacked the shit out of him. You know. Yeah. You know. I love to right. fight men. <laughs> that's that's, my that's all you do. Oh. <laughs> God, help me. That's you. Just oh fighting men. God, I'm blowing lines in the bathroom, and you're fighting <laughs> men in the living room. <laughs> We're both toxic. Oh, God. Allegedly. Mind, I'll stop judging everyone because I'm a allegedly. And by I'm lines, done. I mean tums. <laughs> Tums, I love Tums. They're good. Oh. They go better down in the nose. But I'm just saying, they're yeah, all. Yeah, no, I agree. Want Nicole to forgive her toxic dad? There's so many terrible I, men I, on the show. I think we see that a lot with like first generation immigrant kids. I think you see a lot it's of just old. It's old school every right. every culture. Yeah. The, because even they come at, from even they come from US. an old school. Yeah, it's like even Teresa. Old, old school. It, the U.S. is well. I, I, yeah, I mean, anybody over a certain age has been trained to be in toxic relationships because they were. They saw because you stay. You just yeah. stay because the yeah. man pays every for everything, and you need him. For that. Well, and that's and I, I think that that is where we're where everybody's getting lost with Nicole. That's where I appreciated it. Yes, Lisa Hochstein worked till she was 27. Didn't work on becoming a her dream was never to be a, a waitress. So she got taken out of that and got to live her dream of being rich. Alexia may have grown, she grew up wealthy. She only married wealthy men. She has never had a real job that she had to work for. Adriana, she got she did work, but then she has people like Leah Black and her ex husband that brought her up. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then she didn't have to continue her job because she had this julia she was a model and then met a, a rich man and then met a rich woman right after that uh, uh, nobody other i mean fucking larson only dr nicole is the only person that took a dream followed it through really put value is still working in it and will probably work there the, her whole life even though she doesn't have to work right now yeah and it is unfair it she just unfortunately she has to understand that these women do not have the capacity to understand where she's coming from because they have no way to relate to her because to them all of this is you know they don't go to work every day like that they go to work on this show you know what i mean larsa rubs her feet like, yeah, and I mean, they are wrong and they need to They grow. are, and it's disrespectful and they should yeah. grow. But I think that unfortunately, her yelling isn't going to work because she deserves to yell. I've yeah. never seen somebody that was so right be so outnumbered. So she just has to right. stop or leave. But she's right. She's absolutely right. I mean, I don't think Larsa does understand how fucking, you can't say that she's fucking every doctor in the hospital. And then I, it blew my mind. I was yelling at the TV. When they read when Marisol's message out loud, yes, it literally said she wasn't doing anything wrong. It said I she was, was like, sleeping with a resident while every, she was a resident. I'm sure that happens all the fucking time. You can you're have sleeping with one resident, like yeah. while you're a resident. Yes, 
it was like, I was so mad. I mean, I probably would have broke a glass and went, Shannon Butter, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) I would have broken a chandelier. Like, I would have went crazy. She, I mean, never mind. She handled it better than I could have. (laughs) Now that I think about it. We're insane. We are... And why is Kiki there? She's beautiful, but why is she there? I like Kiki. I think she's fun. Really? I yeah. don't. I I think she's pretty, and I like her drinking Corbell in her interview. But uh, that was a little. Was that a read? A little bit. Um. Uh, at first, I was like, Oh, Dom Perignon, and then I was like, Corbell. Um. <laughs> really? But I think she's pretty, and I think she's good at parties. I just don't need her at everything. Well, she's just a friend. I think they were just testing her out. I think she's. Where she belongs. I love it. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. But I do think the cast is perfect right now. Oh, I like, agree. I think even Marisol and Adriana, who do bring us a lot as a friend, I think that's the thing, is that friends do interact more on this show. Well, and I like, and I've heard Alexia and Marisol have, like, a big fight in Thailand. But I do like, like, she was like, I want a new best friend right now. Like, I like that they're real friends. And I, what what is great about Alexia is that she doesn't take this all that seriously. Like tomorrow it's done for her. Like yeah. you can just start new. Now that's not always fair. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. That's because she always... doesn't have as much to lose. So well, course, well, yeah, it's not- Of course you can start anew when you're the one that's wrong. But like... with Alexia, I do think that if you have a one-on-one conversation at a lunch, she would see it more than in that group. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, um, I, don't know. I would be so pissed. I wouldn't even show up at that therapy. It's yeah. like, or not therapy. That oh, and one more thing. Fire your therapist, um, Doctor Nicole. I am tired of people supporting this fucking dad of hers. I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong advice. He didn't and do a good. Friend? He didn't do a good job. Oh, he showed up for one thing in fucking forty years. Fuck you. Okay, great. You showed up drunk. You embarrassed me. You just because you showed up without your girlfriend, what do you deserve? Like yeah, you don't deserve nothing. anything that because you had the dignity to follow my rules because you knew that I was gonna have security there to kick you out if you didn't. Because you wanted to be on the camera. Get the fuck out of here. That's five fair. Please. Solid city. Literally. Get them the fuck out. No, yeah. get, I'll get them out of there too. But yeah. We don't need to talk about them this week. Let's wait and talk. If you watch the reunion, uh, let's do like a full summary of all of them. Okay. I just want to say one thing about the eye. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's all. I I've, I can't, um, I can't, honestly, you should be embarrassed. Heather Gay, you should be embarrassed that like, that this, you should have just said I got blacked out and this is what happened. I don't believe that that's what happened. I think Jin Shaw did it and she's still covering for her. I can never believe anybody that goes, if Jin Shaw did do it, I would cover her up for her, but I'm not. Well, that's what you would say. You I know don't what think you? Jin did it. I think that she I think it was Jin's titties. Out. I think oh. she just got bounced <laughs> like in an accident. I, I don't think she punched her. No, I think they were like naked wrestling. I, I, I think, yeah, I do. I think she got like knocked in the hit in the eye with an areola. Um, it happens all the time. It happens. Honestly, it's, I go to the Dr. Nicole in the R. How many eye surgeries have mm. you had because of areola accidents? Yeah. AAs, areola accidents. <laughs> we got an AA. We got a code <laughs> AA in, in operating room 13. Okie dokie, guys. Whew. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And I love this passion that's igniting inside me. And I think we've got OC coming up in March. 
and then um, Jersey in February. So mm -hmm. we're about to get real spicy. The tagline we're about to get real pissed. Real pissed. I'm excited to see how people read the taglines. They were a little funky, donkey. Okay, let's get ready. Um, to sit back, relax, and go back to the premiere date, which was April 21st, 2009. What were we listening to? The song by Jin Shaw's Boob, Boom Boom Pow. <laughs> That's exactly what happened to her eye. Areola the Black Eyed Peas. Areola accident. <laughs> it was really Fergie. Fergie, Fergie one-handed <laughs> cartwheeled, areola into her eye. What if Jen was doing one-handed cartwheels while they were listening to Barracuda? I like, hope oh, so. Barracuda. <laughs> I mean, that's the got, best theory yet. She's got big old Tammy Knickerbockers. So she I truly know. does. And I have to say, even though it was like two weeks ago when they did that flashback to Jen in that hair for the Greek night, <laughs> I mean, can I get a sock puppet that looks like that, please? I just love. <laughs> she looks. I just. I loved every moment of it. I mean, I. I'm encouraging behavior like that. I hope she goes to prison with her hair looking exactly like that. Um, in the, in the, with those big old tatas. Uh, in the box office, we were watching 17 again with Zaki Efron um, with a different jaw back then. And there's yeah. a new jaw now. And on TV, we're watching Dexter, which I've never watched. Have you watched it? No. Hmm, me neither. Yeah. On to the next. In the headlines. Philip Markoff, who is 22, the Boston medical student charged with killing a Manhattan woman he met on Craigslist, pled not guilty this afternoon and was held without bail. Wow. Sorry, I was reading the fashions <laughs> and trying not to laugh. Um, the fashions are Baker Boy hats. <laughs> and uh, we see something similar in this next episode of Baker Boy hats. Um, celeb gossip actor Ashton Kutcher um, defeated CNN in a battle to be the first Twitter account to reach 1 million followers. In the run-up to the milestone, Kutcher was streaming from his home, surrounded by his wife, Demi Moore, and friends. Well, good for him. That first. That's shocking. He yeah. was such a big thing, though. Like, huge. Yeah. And then I feel like this is, like, the point where he started really investing and, and became a really successful businessman. Yeah, for sure. Good for him. I'm excited to see the new movie with him and Reese. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I'm excited. That's, it looks cute. I love her and everything. So, I love me some Reese Witherspoon. Okay. Well, let's get into the episode. This is, episode is very much like last uh, week's. Mm -hmm. where we it's get a lot of short scenes. And I do think that there's something to this. I think that when you're learning a new cast and meeting new people, this has really given us a lot of perspective into other people's lives. And I wish they would do this more than all group scenes all the time. Yeah, I agree. It's called Unfashionably Late. And I do think that you really do get to see who they really are and right. what horrible people they really are. Absolutely. Because in the group scenes, like you said with Kiki, like some people at every party aren't dynamic at every right. group session. You're not really getting to hear from everyone because you know, there's always a fight that breaks out and right. well, the and other these, people are not heard. And these are short. That's the problem when they try to do it. Now they do like a long thing. That's too planned and too scripted. These yes. are just literally just short little errands and activities in people's day that like give you. And I think it was just so much more organic. And like, I just want more like, Let's just see somebody pu carving pumpkins instead of carving pumpkins and talking about how Josh needs to go to rehab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just like fucking do what we do on a normal and like 
if it's worth going in the show, it's worth it. If it's not, just like fucking throw the shit away, you know? Just throw just like the, the shit away. Guts. Throw the shit away. Let me hear percussion. Okay. Oh, so we start out with Victoria coming home for the first time in two months. At the end of October, um, allegedly Lillian and the Count have been there to see her. There's no evidence of that. Um, Victoria I... went to Goodwill for the first time. She spent $9 on two cashmere sweaters and some scarves. And I saw Luann's eyes perk up and she was like, cashmere? cashmere. We should bring those to the city and sell them for $900. <laughs> uh, she was trying to become a grifter. I saw it. I saw it in her eyes. Um, I have to say, I got a little bit, I don't know how boarding school works. And for me, the only reference I have, like I went to summer camp a couple times for four weeks um, and stayed in dorms. So it would be kind of like that. But I would be very interested. I feel like there could be a very fun, like, I didn't watch Gossip Girl. Was Gossip Girl boarding? It wasn't boarding. No, they it was just a private yeah, school. I think it could be fun to have, like, a scripted show. They, they would never let a reality show happen in boarding school because too much would be exposed. But I think, like, a scripted show at boarding school could be fun for, like, a certain age group where we kind of, where it's kind of realistic, kind of not, but little Gossip Girl-esque. Um, at boarding school. Yeah, I think that could be fun. I would like to see how that works completely. Um, I do think there's a maturity that goes along with, not as much as I think Luann thinks. I also, for me, I understand like if you are somebody that grows up in a home and maybe need to be away from that home and you're already mature, it makes sense. I don't know why we're in such a rush to mature 14 year olds though. It's kind of sad that like you have to like act like an adult at 14. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why isn't she being a kid? You know, you know, she's not even wanting to have fun at dances. Like, no, I she doesn't like, like the dirty frog dance. The She doesn't like grinding. She doesn't mm. like grinding. And you know, that's how people got pregnant. So good for you, Victoria. And she never <laughs> did. So good for you, the dirty. She didn't want to get pregnant in boarding school. Um, you know who knew? Rosie knew exactly what grinding was. She was like, you know, you know, grinding. Lynn. Grinding. That's what you do on Harry Dubin every night at the at the <laughs> Regency. You know what grinding is, honey. Um, and then uh, I, I, you know. I understood. I just think some kids were probably meant for boarding school. I just don't think that we should send little kids to boarding school to make them more mature because your whole life, you have to be an adult. Let you not be an adult until you're 18 so that like you can just like have fun. And yeah. like, I think it's really important. I mean, I'm not criticizing any parents. No, absolutely. Their kids to boarding school because I don't know. I would definitely love to go like on a tour and ask all the practical questions like who does their laundry? What if they need advice? What I think I would have benefited from boarding school. I think it's right for select groups. Like Do I, you? Was, I was very independent and I didn't need to be in my home. It actually yeah. was probably worse for me. Yeah. Um, so like me and where I thrived was at school and socially. Yeah. So for me, that would have been a great place. That's why I like camp. But like for people like Victoria, I don't know if that's true. You know, but I, think, I guess her mom's out anyway. So right. and that's what I, I think it might really work because she's kind of yeah. more mature than Luann was giving her credit for. Yeah. And because I just feel like, I mean, as myself, I want to be there for all of the hard times and like Ramona. Ramona like through. Ramona said. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I am Ramona. Wow. Wow, like, Bethany. Wow. Wow, Bethany. Wow. I just mentioned I'll go about myself now. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you just welcome the BBC into your house, like Jill? Um, her sister got her to the connect to talk about the economy, and oh this my God. I forgot about completely. I and lived for this. this interviewer. Oh my God, uh, Steve. 
Oh my god, Steve was, was great. Dying. I, I was also dying. thought Steve was fair. Oh my god, no, I feel like he nailed her to the wall. I feel like that they had to like, but in edit a it out. but in a fair way. Oh, I thought like so fair way, and, like and, it like, was so accurate. When she's I, sitting there saying, and I thought that, she like, did a great job too. Honestly, like in an I think she was a little decision. delusional, but I mean, well, what do you is. expect her to say? Yeah, exactly. Um, because when he was saying, or when she was saying, how hard it was with the mm -hmm. economy to get sponsors for charities and have people buy tickets, and he's like, um, "Well, don't you have guilt? Because this is your fault. People like you. This is why we're in this position. Your lot caused this, is what he yeah. said. It was so good." Um, I thought she navigated a little bit around it. I thought he held her to it, but I then thought he made it light enough. And she was like mentioning Africa. I did donate to school, teach him how to fish and then not supply him fish and they'll be able to fish for life. And I was like, it is exactly. And what she's saying is not wrong, but it is wrong completely. It is absolutely not the right situation. You teach your children how to fish because they're rich and they'll be have fish for life. You don't teach the people that don't have opportunity or have exactly. a river to fish in how to fish because it's a useless skill. Exactly. And even just Yo not moron. Even, yeah, Sorry. even just like, love locally, you, I do love when Jill, she's but... saying the American dream and like pull yourself oh. up by your And that's a lie. And, that's a fucking so, lie. There yeah, are people exactly. that work hard their whole life and live in poverty. Exactly. Because it's a trap. It is a trap. Her yeah. husband had a family business. No disrespect to Bobby. You know, I think he's a great man and bobby's so adorable this episode yeah he's adorable. very he's as sweet as the people that are rich and, and this is be. not against jill either she was born in into it she made it there i mean she said it at the beginning he she said tell me about about your life and he said i don't know any different yeah and, but, and that is why she's not good for this interview but why he did what he did exactly but i just i you know how i heard that no i, I agree it's, you got to acknowledge your privilege. And, and what she should have done is exactly, yes, absolutely. She should have said, Jen Shaw hit me in the eye with her areola and I can't see any different. Like, I don't know anything. Exactly. Else. And she's like, and she should have said, I'm sure it's worse for other people. She should have honestly been like, actually, you know what? I don't know what's going on because what she was talking was about how the rich's life was made harder because they can't get people to donate to their charities so they can't get better tax write-offs. Yeah. That's exactly what that was. I was yeah. like, holy fuck, this is delusion. It was yeah. diluted. Um, uh, and she said it was eye-opening for her. I And I don't believe that, but she did say that. And then she was like, what are the celebrities of people you're interviewing? He goes, real celebrities. <laughs> he said, we're interviewing real celebrities. <laughs> I want to marry I like, him. I want to have dinner with. Him. I want to blow tums in the bathroom with him. Like, I just love. want to. Um, I, that man. I was like, this man is slowly and silently reading. I think he decided at the moment that she said, "I love your accent," that he was going to take her down. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you won't." When you meet British this, people or Australian people with other accents, don't say you love their accent. Don't say that, Americans. That's just how they talk. You know Actually, what I mean? Like, don't say anything. Actually, <laughs> stop. If you want to say something, just Full Heller, Helen Keller. No <laughs> like, talking. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> just blink your eyes if you and wonder, shake your If head. you have to disclaim what you're going to say, right. please don't say it. Just stop. Just stop. Yeah, I agree. And then we go to somebody who should stop talking. Kelly getting her new headshot pictures. Kelly has a very, I understood why she was a model. 
She has like a very, yeah, like a Claudia Schiffer meets Cindy Crawford. Very of that time, but not as big. It's why she wasn't a super, super model. She was very discount, um, very discount. It's more Brooke Shields meets um, um, uh, Cindy Crawford. Mm -hmm. Very much that, very every man's Cindy Crawford. Yeah. To me. Um, She looked good, better for me on camera than like on film than she did on camera. Like the yeah. pictures were fine, but her actually being like, they looked good. And when she looked at the pictures and she said, I like that one. That's beautiful because it looks it like looks me. It looks like me. Yeah. I literally <laughs> gave myself a swirly and died. I was <laughs> like, I was like, okay, it's beautiful because it looks like me. <laughs> I was like, I want that confidence. Good for you, girl. Good for you. Uh, and then she's the A in her. Fucking Halloween invite. happy Halloween invite, which we'll get to. I'm I needed answers for this in the book. I'm perplexed by that whole party. Luann and Victoria go shopping. Basically, Luann drags Victoria to go shopping. But in the store they, she likes. There is one thing that they both have in common. They both love street vendors, and that's true. <laughs> we always see Luann stopping at a street vendor trying to fucking barter away the poor's money. Yeah, I was like, Luann, pay him the price. Yeah, Stop bartering. whatever he makes up, who cares. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I but I did love him. He was like, actually, that one's a hundred. Yeah. It was the same necklace. <laughs> it's like good for you, good, good for, for you, you sir. But I'm like, quit, quit bartering. You have enough. You literally said or later in this episode uh, that doesn't matter when she said, look at the price tag. Yeah, just give the man two hundred dollars. Give him a tip. We're the people that tip people in fucking drive-throughs. Yeah, give him extra. No, I mean, oh, when you make me a great quesadilla, I will give you my whole wallet. <laughs> That's why Kalindi has to get 144 <laughs> new IDs every year. She just throws her wallet through the window. She's like, damn it! <laughs> God, there's literally so many people in North Carolina that use Kalindi's ID to get in clubs. You're probably kicked out of every club. They're like, ma'am, ma'am, we your know ID's you. not allowed in here. Like, I've never been here, here before. <laughs> no, you have. You have, ma'am. You have. Um... <laughs> So she goes there. Then they stop by the store. Oh, going to cream. And she's like, doesn't this look fun? And, and, and Victoria's like, for you. And yeah. she's like, that's right. Let's go in. <laughs> like, Lou Ann is the queen of delusion. Victoria uh, loves to watch me try on clothes. Um, and I love that she was like, doesn't that look like that dress you just bought with Kelly two weeks ago? And it did. But it was pretty. The purple dress was pretty on her. But that hat she made Victoria put on and said was cute was not cute. No. The only good advice she said was, your eyebrows can't be big enough. And Victoria believed that. You did have beautiful eyebrows. Um, that hat was not good, though. I hope you didn't wear that to boarding school. I hope you weren't bullied because of that hat, because it's very possible. It just didn't, you know, that wasn't a good hat. And you were right to say that. Yeah. Um, and Trust then, your instincts, Victoria. And then the only thing that I loved was the bag that all this stuff came in. Those cream bags were really nice. The store, like yeah, the, they, were the, the, they, they, they were thick. I love a nice, like when you're spending good money on shit at a store and they give you like a really nice bag with your stuff in it. I really like that. And like tissue paper. Oh, but I love a thick bag with a real handle. I don't know. Mm. Call me cheap because I am. Um, and then uh, and then we go to a lot of Jill this episode. Jill doing a costume fitting for Halloween in which she's going to be Elle Woods and um, Ginger the Devil is going to be Bruiser Woods, which she could never. <laughs> never. The, Ginger, she, she could never. Ginger is Ginger is her, her own person. 
Yes. That wig for me um, was very Payless Kim Zolciak first season. Horrible. And she was like, I'm going to have to take this to my hairdresser. Girl, no. get a real wig. I don't. And you know what the problem is? is also, Jill does have thick hair and she has thick red hair. Yeah. If you had like thin, it's like when it, it's like when um Kyle. She, she, not yeah, Kyle. Oh, when she did the bob with the po- and she did the ponytail behind oh, it tucked under her god. jacket. The flapper party. Oh, oh god. god, with her and Camille, and Camille was in that pink dress that wasn't a flapper dress. Oh yes, I was more thinking of uh, uh Shannon Bedore when she went to do her uh her seventies party, and she yes. literally wore a blonde wig that looked exactly like her own hair. Yeah. Instead of just her own hair. I was like, if you're going to do a thin wig, do that one. Yeah. The one that just blends into your own hair instead of like doing clip-ins. Yeah, this was this was bad. This was bad for her. Um, honestly, Jill, Jill Zarin doesn't have what it takes to be Elle Woods physically in which like she just has a very different face, different ta-ta, like everything's different. And so it was, it was a hard fit. Like, I think that they did a good job. It just, you know, it just didn't translate. She was a much better Marie Antoinette later. Yeah, I think that with a better wig, it would have been better overall, but. It's a hard costume. You kind of have to have those features because this is, this is what I got to tell you people. You have to be very, 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 very extremely careful or else you'll embarrass yourself. If you try to do like a character that's a real character, on Halloween like like if you wanted to be the cast of Will and Grace well they just wear real clothes yeah it gets lost in the mix where you just look like you're wearing a bad wig and like cheap clothes like you know what I mean it doesn't always translate it's like who are you it's like you could be any blonde girl in tweed um and there's a lot of you could have been Cameron Westcott you know what I mean like it could have been anybody but it was a it was a burn I'm sorry I was eh. I mean it's how I feel it's how I feel and then we go to somebody that did burn me emotionally, physically, mentally. Simon, who brought out bought Alex a um, three foot tall. This was an odd, a three foot tall couture corset. It's a long corset for me. Three feet is. Mm-hmm. And you know, it didn't look like it was three feet once it was on her. But okay. Well, she Maybe long, like she clearly has a long torso. Yeah. Clearly, I mean, um, I. I thought that that would have been better if there was a skirt that went with it. And it is only to be worn once somewhere. Or styled differently. Like, I understand she wanted to wear it maybe to the opera. But, like, then you should have gone with, like, a skirt that had more... um, Either, like, you could have gone with, like, a leather legging and, like, really, like, punked it out. Or, like, a lit... Fuller skirt. Yes, a little more like volume. like a ball ground, like yes. with the corset. Like that would have been so much prettier. I mean, I think that it's really kind for you to say that it would have been even acceptable to wear well, a, a feed sack corset <laughs> to, a, to the I, opera. I, to the opera. I think it would have been great to wear to a charity for hungry people. I just, it for me, it was one of those things you buy, you put in your closet. I don't know if you ever need to wear it. You know, it is just a donation and a work of art. I don't know. It just didn't work for me, but it was who they are. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful and real stupid. It took three weeks to make and we're disappointed. <laughs> we hate uh, it. We hate every minute of it, but good for you. I'm glad, oh, sorry. I'm glad that every dollar went to people that are hungry. So yeah, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, and then we go to Ramona. 
doing a, a uh, rehearsal for HSN with Mario. Wayne, kick Mario's ass. Um, I, we don't need to because Avery's here to kick everybody's ass. Mm -hmm. um, Avery is literally like emotionally waterboarding boarding Ramona after she did the same thing to her. Yep. And it was so funny. And why does Ramona so talk so slow? Why did she talk so slow? Well, I think it's because she was saying, like, that everyone always tells her to slow down because she talks, like, really fast usually. Uh -huh. And so I think she was taking the note, but she was taking it extremely literal. She was like, you can buy a blouse and wear it maybe one time a week. Jewelry? Diamonds are forever. And by forever, I mean. Avery, get the fuck out of here. You're making me nervous. <laughs> and, and, I, I, and I love that Avery makes her nervous. Did you see that article about Ramona and Avery and how Ramona's claiming that her life has never been better and how she was herself on steroids on the show and she's never been happier and she's ready to transition and then how Avery stole my idea of being a bachelorette pro provider? Yes. yes. I sent it to Michaela. It, it was actually, I literally had it seven years ago when I moved here. I was like, I want to buy a house where I just plan bachelorette parties. I do welcome parties. And then I become a party Sherpa. That's what I was going to call it. And I just fucking lead the girls along. I have one credit card in which I pay for everything. And then you send it to the main person. And then they can split it up how they want. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know if she's doing all those details. I... Um, and here's where I'm going to be extremely real. Um, hey, every singer, love you, girl. If you need somebody to represent you in Nashville, I gotcha. Because, like, yeah. I don't understand exactly. She said she loves itineraries. I don't know exactly how this works. For me, it works more in you have somebody like in NOLA, Miami, Nashville. That's exactly what I was going to say. Have you to need have to have people there, there to do it. You don't just make itineraries for people. You need somebody to actually be ground. your party planner. Yes. Um, but... I think because it's a great idea. But for even me, when like, you're looking up places and you're doing a really good job with your research, mileage doesn't always tell you like proximity in oh reality. Do you, you know, know how many times I have got the worst hotel because nobody's told me that that hotel is so far from the city? Yeah. And they've made and the hotels are named so differently, and you don't know where the city center is. And also, all of those places pay a lot of money for their pictures to come up first and all of that mm -hmm. shit and to wipe Yelp reviews. It's, and I'm not talking that much shit cause I've only been twice, but like the graduate hotel here, which is Dolly Parton themed at the top. The food is terrible. You eat off plastic. It's awful, 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 awful. It's Dolly Parton associated. There's not Dolly Parton music playing. It <gasps> only looks cute. It is a great Instagram spot. Everything else sucks. Right. And so although you would Google that and want to go there, you don't need to pay $300 for brunch when you could pay $300 for a fucking blow your mind meal here by somebody that knows where the actual good places are to go. Not or just pay by $300 for someone to actually blow you. Yeah. Or blow rails in the bathroom <laughs> of Tums. Um, I never Tums. done drugs. I don't even know what a drug is. I only take ibuprofen in the winter with John, John Kennedy. <laughs> um, and then we go to oh my favorite part though is when they kick Avery out she says you are lost oh
Avery was feeling herself. She just got a blowout with her friend and she goes, you better work, Avery. And she was, and she was, <laughs> and, working. She did. and she flipped that hair and she said, you're lost. She said, last season, you made me look like a fool, a tomato. What is it? I always forget. <laughs> I always forget. Why is it always a tomato for me? A tomato. It's always a tomato in my mind. Oh, what did, what did she say? It about? is. It's a tomato. Oh, it's a tomato. Got it okay. right. Oh, I finally got it right. This is the first time. Okay, good. A tomato. And she made her go, uh, tomato. And she was like, you made me a fool. Oh, that's why oh, she almost got kicked out of that school. Down. That's why she almost got kicked out of that cool school. Not because Alex showed her titty tatas on the fucking uh, New York Post or whatever. Also, I would like to, if anybody has an issue of that New York Post, was Alex's tits just out on the New York Post? Like, I know. Somebody they said blurred? that to me. I, I don't know. Was censorship not real in 2010? I'm not Apparently. sure. Um, okay, so then we go to the first Halloween party, which I would never, ever, 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 ever bring my dog to a New York nightclub for a That's Halloween what it party. Was. Yeah, for a Halloween party, though. Like I, know, I would but not. It was a charity event for your dog. I know. I just didn't think it was an appropriate place to have dogs. I felt like they're going to get stepped on. Oh, um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just. Oh, and we have big dogs, so like I, I, it just didn't. I guess for little dogs it might have worked, but it's a lot of work. And then Ramona's dog, Ramona and her dog are always pooping everywhere. Like I don't <laughs> want to step on poop. Like that's so true. Yeah, like so is Sonia and Marley are pooping too in the corner. Like everybody's pooping. I don't want to be there. Um, but then something happens so um so she uh Jill shows up um they did style the wig she looked as best as she could but you know who looked real cute fucking Bobby looked so cute oh as the I Bellman. said the doorman yes so cute um he was adorable um and then Alex and Simon is this the part of the Alex and Simon were the moose or is that no. the next party? Next okay, party. sorry. Too many parties in one. Um, and, yeah, and so Jill is L. Yes, is Robin Hood. And, Coco. and little Robin Hood. And then Roller Girl Bethany. And those yes. are the only three there. Yeah. And, Cookie, and Brad. Yeah. Yes. And Brad was being tortured. Yes. Brad was being tortured because Jill always reminds us that she has one job and one job and one job only, one job only. And that's to torture Brad um, and make his life miserable. And he, I have to say, do not, do not pass out or dirt. On a silver platter that looked like human hors d'oeuvres. If you don't want me to they eat weren't. them, Brad ate them. They and weren't. Then... No, they weren't. They were dog hors d'oeuvres. That's what Jill was making. That oh, they up. weren't dog hors d'oeuvres. No, Jill said they're not really because Ramon was like, "I ate one; it wasn't bad." And Jill said, "They're not. We're, I'm just oh. teasing Brad." Oh no, I didn't get that at all. She only, yes. honestly, maybe Jill only tortures gay people. I yeah. literally was also bullied and thought that because then I was like, "Did Ramona not eat her hors d'oeuvre after um, Coco licked it?" Oh, she probably did. I was, I mean, I love my dog. But first of all, I'm not going to steal food right out of my dog's mouth. They get the whole treat. Like, yeah. Second of all, weird. Weird. <laughs> just weird. Just so Ramona. Um, and then we go to Jill looking at the charity space. And it's with that woman that I've seen a million times on Real Housewives of New York. Yeah. That party planner woman. And she was on Millionaire Matchmaker, too. Yeah. Oh, just a little, just a little Bravo history for you. And uh, the event space looks nice. That is not where I remember this event being, unless it was just downstairs, because I don't yeah, remember them being too. outside at all. No, unless it they must covered it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that last episode very well. And then she 
Jill hates all of the food. The Long Island duck, she hates. She hates risotto. She was right about the risotto, though. Risotto, risotto is, is not a party so food. so good when you just have it as dinner. Three right? minutes. Like, she's right, yeah. From pot to plate to mouth, three minutes. Mm-hmm. She was right about that. Everything that she said wasn't completely wrong, but she did hate everything. Yeah. We need a salad. What we about dessert? Salad. You're missing the salad. Milk and cookies. I don't want to eat a salad unless there's... A, I didn't understand if there was going to be a sit-down space. That's what I'm saying. If I if I can sit down, I'll have risotto, but I'm not going to stand and eat a salad either. Yeah, I don't want an edible cup. Because yeah. then I'm going to bite my hand. I don't want to bite the hand that feeds me. God, <laughs> God I've learned enough. Um, and then, uh, so that's just that. And, and Bethany was very quiet and let her have her space. And then... We go to Alex and Bethany for lunch, talking about the logo. Um, and this is, I guess, when Bethany was first offered the deal with Jim, Jim Beam mm-hmm. to make the cocktails, the skinny girl cocktails, which she said was going to be the new Cosmopolitan. Yes. And did you mm-hmm. notice that she said that they would need a different logo for the bottle and that Alex could do that too? She did say that. Did you also notice, which that logo did look a lot like Bethany, and I'm probably criticizing technology because it's come so far in the last 13 years. However, I mean, it did look like Bethany. It was very, hey, Michaela, I need to know something about technology. You're the queen. Um, It was very pixelated, and it looked like Alex just was really good at paint. (laughs) And then, like, it was very paint. But technology was very different back then, so I'm not sure. Like, it just was very pixelated for me. Yeah. But I think it was supposed to be a drawing, not... Right. And the skinny girl that they went with is, like, actually just, like, word art. Just, like, a very skinny woman that's word art. Yeah. And so I think Alex did everything right. I have to say, any other housewives, any other time, this would have been their storyline for the next two seasons. How fucking Bethany fucked them out of millions of dollars. Yes. Because she did. Without even telling her. Right. Absolutely. And it's rude. And, no. and Alex here was actually being a... Re- Alex, I think the whole time that she was on the show was actually very loyal and a very good friend to Bethany. When yeah, she gets I hives agree. in season oh three. Oh my gosh, poor thing. Yeah, she really defends Bethany. She put her life on the line for her. Nobody ever really talks about that. She was no. actually a really good friend to Bethany the whole time. And I think she thought Bethany was her friend and maybe she is. I don't know. I doubt it, but maybe she She's is. Not. I mean, Bethany's got to taste ragu versus prego. She's got things to do. Um, and then we go to Luann. Um, she's the first that enters Kelly's party. Allegedly mm-hmm. Kelly's party. And this is all very confusing for me. I wish this was in the fucking book. So they should have talked about this a little bit more. Um, Luann. Now, Luann is a majority mm-hmm. of Native American. So she, I guess, can dress Native American. I don't know. No. It was something. It was offensive to me. Yeah, it um, wasn't great. It, it was what it was. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. It was, it was, it was, I was like, of course. this. It was so Luann to me. Yeah. And Luann is just offensive. So, yep. you know, that's just what it was. Um, And then, and then Bethany's practical. She's roller girl again. Um, it's a recession. It's a recession. And they're in this room that's painted like a library with no real books, no with real nobody books. that nobody knows. So the party that was sent out, I would like to actually see the real like words on the invitation. Was this a party that Kelly was hosting? It was all very confusing. Cindy Lou, who did the invites, uh-huh. and the Grinch was right. What if it's a cool joke? What if it's a cash bar? It was. <laughs> it was absolutely that. I have nothing to wear. Um, uh, and that's why Jill showed up in a later hosen. No, just kidding. She showed up real later, but not as a hosen. So they're there at like nine thirty. 
9.45, and then Jill gets there at 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but no Kelly. We're, they're on the list. Kelly's not. Um, and then they leave. I don't think they said specifically Well, Alex shows up first before they leave as oh, Sarah yes. Palin, that maverick, and uh, Simon's her moose. The gun made me a little hunt. uncomfortable. Was Why? I being sensitive? I don't know. The gun just made me a little uncomfortable. No, it was I orange. It was, was probably a perfect gun. I, I don't know. I think a, it's a little bit uh, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin with rust with me. I just don't know if I am oh, down, with down with somebody even having a fake gun against somebody's head right now. I got you. It, you know what I mean? It's, I'm just a little uncomfortable by like Yeah, like we could have done guns. without the weapon. But, you know, Sarah Palin, but she loves a gun. Yeah, sometimes it makes sense. And it was a very orange gun. It was obviously fake. Like, yeah. it makes sense. I, just, I agree with that. You know, I think I'm just a little sensitive with all the gun laws and shootings. And, and all now. the, yeah. It's and, such yeah. a different time than it was then for yeah. me. I just feel like maybe we just don't have guns. Yeah. Like, let's do a sword. Let's cut the head yeah. off. With it. Let's, <laughs> let's, do a sword. The, let's bring out a guillotine, guillotine for Marie Antoinette. <laughs> That's what we had to do. Put somebody in the guillotine. A guillotine. That's what we uh, need. Yes. Um, and Bethany was right about this. And Bethany thought they were rocking Bullwinkle, which I thought was very funny. Um, uh, it was very funny. She does give good interview. And then I don't know when Kelly showed up, but Kelly shows up much later after they've all left because they all have five parties to go to. Yeah. And but how funny was that interview that Bethany was giving? Because it was literally on the spot on the street. And she's it was like, genius. I'm never wrong about somebody. I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. She's too big. She's fabulosity. And then she skates down the street. And it was true. It was true. She shows up. Max looked hot. Max looks so hot. And I he had that big scar across his he just looked really hot. She was in, I thought she said that it was a modest Playboy bunny costume. It was a fine. I thought she could have got a better Playboy bunny costume. It was yeah. a little too rouged for me. Like get an actual Playboy bunny costume. Right. It was rouged. And too our many- regular Playboy bunny costumes aren't that much more revealing than what she had on. Like it right. wasn't the more conservative, it wasn't like a skirt. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I just don't know, you know, I've learned from um, the fashion sector of Bravo, you don't want to rouge anybody's sides and pussy. Like, don't rouge anybody's pussy. Like, that, that is the biggest crime to beavers across America. Don't rouge the beaver. Um, and then um, she shows up and doesn't know anybody. And I was like, I need Whose party more, is this? I need more specifics. Was she hosting it? Like, did she get the address wrong? Was she paid to be there? Who was there? There, I didn't even see a DJ. Like, it was, I was so, it did look like a dormitory. Like, I was, I, the ceilings were so low. Like, not to be a snob. Has better parties. Yes, not to be a snob, but like, it was like, if I'm going to be in a party with that many people, I need the ceiling to be higher. I need to be able to breathe. To be when you have options, come on. Right. Right. I need to put a straw in the air and breathe fresh air above people. Um, yeah, it was very strange. And it's, uh, um, she systematically bullied all of us. Yeah. Um, and I would like an explanation. I love how we just leave things like that explanation. Like whose party was that? Somebody Seriously, how did that not come up? Somebody please tell me. <sighs> well, and that makes Kelly my jackal of the week. Not jackal. Uh, center um and then my saint is avery because somebody's got to beat ramona up somebody's got to do it and it better be the person that she raised she said she was politer than her and i was like is she are you are i think she's just smarter than you ramona i don't know about politer she's like your loss your loss uh my center was the cash bar 
Oh, the worst. Ooh, and my saint was BBC Steve. I agree. I, you know, I've never had a party where I don't provide alcohol. And you can even just buy a ton of alcohol. Right. Or at least do beer and wine. Like, but like you, what she, and I understand like, she's probably going to be criticized either way, but she didn't have any say in this party. So it doesn't matter. But like, I think people would have appreciated more. Like if you just had like an alcohol table. Like yeah, just fill an alcohol anything. and like people like make their own. Nobody wants to have a card. I mean, Kelly said she didn't even have her phone. Allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, what was in that pussy rouge? I think it was a phone. Um, yeah. That's what I think. Um, well, that's it, guys. Did you tell yeah. us your saying? What was your saying? BBC Steve. Oh, BBC Steve. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd love to hear more from him. I'm sure he's letting people have it. Yeah, I live for it. Well, live let for us it. have it on on um, all of the platforms in a form of a five-star rating and review. Absolutely. And follow us on Instagram and DM us at housewivesheretics underscore. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. We got to go. Amen, bitches. <laughs> Say bless y'all. <laughs> Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.